Look at it. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, man. Just let me go out there. Let me get one wave before you take me. One wave. Vaya con Dios. Welcome back to The Last Row. This is uh, episode 56, I believe. 56 episodes. 56 episodes. My name is Drew, and as always, I'm joined across the room by my friend, co-host, Mr. Badway. What's up, brah? Our website is thelastrowpodcast.com. We are on Twitter at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod, Google+, Plus, Google Play. Most importantly, head out to iTunes, hit that subscribe button. Please leave us a five-star review if you're enjoying the show. Thank you to everybody that's done so, so far. Leave a five-star review if you're not enjoying the if show. If you're not enjoying the yeah. show, leave a five-star review and tell us what you like about the show. If you kind of if you listen to the show, you're like, eh, it's all right. Leave a five-star review. <laughs> five stars. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. So what's up, Adway? We're, we're here. I got my wax. I got, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready, man. Are you waxed? You're waxed up? snowing yeah. outside. <laughs> what's going on? Oh, we're doing a little point break, a little thriller slash sport movie. Is uh, it a sport movie? Would I you call it a sport? Is is a is surfing a sport? I or a say hobby? I say surfing is a sport. I think it's a hobby. I, I think it's a sport. I can't do it. I think most ocean activities are hobbies. Uh, hobbies, yeah. Kayaking. So, but what about snorkeling? Snorkeling is definitely a hobby. But if you're competing against other people, it's a sport. It's a physical. Are you perspiring? I don't know. Like is, is chess a sport? You're competing. Yes, it's is a competition. Mini- is miniature golf a sport? It's a competition, yes. <laughs> if you're playing it for money or yeah. for a trophy, it's a sport. Is kayaking a sport? Yeah, I is think it is. wave running a sport? I, if you're competing or against someone else. If you're out on vacation, If you're that's out on your sea do like, yeah. like, like Kenny Powers, are you? Is no, it a sport? He's casually riding it on a lake. Is he like, sporting? No, he's not sporting, but if he was riding against... <laughs> All these against, are pretty good waves. If he was riding against Stevie, then yeah. that would be a sport. All he's right. competing. All right. Competition, my friend. Yeah. Agree to, to disagree. Agree to disagree. Point Break, directed by Kathleen Bigelow, um, not to be confused with Bam Bam. <laughs> IMDb, 7.2 out of 10. Do you think they're brother sister? Maybe. No relation? Bam Bam, I, there is, there's a kind of a resemblance. Do you think Bam Bam Bigelow's real name, his last name is Bigelow? <laughs> Bam, probably. You, is his first name Bam, his middle name Bam? Yes. <laughs> yes. This is, fun fact, yeah. this is James Cameron's ex-wife. James Cameron's ex-wife, yes. Or um, James Cameron is her ex-husband. Excuse me. Yes, get with it. Point break. In a coastal town of Los Angeles, a gang of bank robbers call themselves the ex-presidents. They commit their crimes while wearing masks of ex-presidents Reagan, Carter, Nixon, and Johnson. Little, uh, too much information for the synopsis, but I'll go on. The FBI believes the members of the gang could be surfers and send young agent Johnny Utah undercover at the beach to mix with the surfers and gather information. The FBI does not believe that there are a bunch of surfers. No, they didn't. Gary Busey believes there are a bunch of surfers. <laughs> he is the FBI. Yes. Uh, Utah meets surfer Bodie and gets drawn into the lifestyle of his new friend. See, I don't know where you pulled it. Where'd you pull that one from? I pulled that one from IMDb. IMDb. So that's, a, that's your problem right there. You got a user. If you're going to get a user synopsis you got to go to like youtube i I've, i actually pulled my own because I, I feared this would happen see i fear profanity and yeah. racist technology <laughs> discussion on youtube see, this guy tells it like this is this is from ebonheart 13 ebonheart on youtube Evan? From, i brought i got this from a comment thread okay this is this is long story short undercover fbi cop infiltrates a gang of people who live life on the edge to discover who's robbing the banks and trucks the undercover falls in love with the freestyle the gag lives, realizes the leader isn't such a bad guy and has a thing for the hot girl. Is this all one sentence? Yes. <laughs> this is not better. In the end, undercover decides to let the leader go. The end. 
Isn't that better? Didn't that save us a bunch of time, no. even though it took more time? <laughs> he told the whole story, and it was one sentence. It's yeah. a run-on sentence. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember them robbing any trucks guy. I do have Evan to Hart give 13. them... I got to give them props for not using racist, homophobic uh, slurs in, in YouTube. I mean... Believe me, it was the only one I could find that was clean. So. <laughs> 85% <laughs> of them is basically containing some type of profanity, obscene language. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, the I think, one... I think we should pull our synopsis from YouTube more. The one... <laughs> I'll, I'll start searching them. Usually I pull them from Google, but the one that I think was on this, it was like, undercover surfer finds a gang and solves crime. That was it. It was like one... That's kind of true. It is true, but it wasn't <laughs> enough detail. <laughs> undercover surfer. So is it a surfer who's undercover? He's going undercover as something else? That's what I understand. Or like, is he... <laughs> this is... What do we... You know, when we did Karate Kid 3, we kind of said this was like the... It was the ballad of Terry Silver. Yeah. I think this is... It's not the ballad of Bodhi. Yeah. This is the ballad of Johnny Utah. The ballad of Johnny Utah. Ex-quarterback, former quarterback, blew his knee out, playing in the big game, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Winds up at Quantico. I mean, I, I know I'm jumping right in here, but that's what this, this movie is about, Johnny Utah. So he tours ACL. Yeah. Football star at OSU. He was... Coincidentally, he was he went to OSU for replacements as well. Yes, he did. So what's up with that? What's up with Ohio State? Is he from Ohio, Keanu? I don't think so. Like, what's the deal with Ohio State? I, I don't know why I assume he's from California. I don't know. But anyway, that's it's it's the surfer dude talking to him. It's, it's from Bill and Ted. Via con yeah. Dios, amigo. And he probably is from California. Whoa. So, so he blew his knee out, right? He yes. said two year injury. Missed my window. Could have gone pro. Back in 91, you yeah. tear your ACL, it's, why yeah, did, you're not going pro. Why did you go pro? Two-year injury. He's running around pretty good over here, Drew. He was, but what kind of rehab did he have? Like, did he go pool therapy? Was he rehabbed by the school of Ohio State to say, hey, we'll keep this guy sitting out. Maybe he'll play some more. No, I think they pretty much throw you to the curb like once he's you done. yourself in college. They yeah. got the next guy. They, they yeah. got the next guy in line to take his job, yeah. scholarship. So, if he was really that good, and he's moving around fine, he's surfing, he's twisting the knee, he's lateral movement, he's beating people up, he's playing beach football. He survived Quantico. Survived Quantico. He could play football. Like, do you think he had any tryouts, or do you think like he just decided to quit his, his dream? I think he probably decided the fact that he didn't feel like playing anymore. He realized he's out of the game. Maybe I'm going to try my, my, my luck at law enforcement. Yeah. He's going to go to the FBI. I mean, it seemed like a better alternative career to him, but he didn't seem to have any passion for, like, finding the criminal. No, he it, didn't. It didn't really, it wasn't apparent in this movie where it's like he had something bad happen to him. Like, I think a, a compelling backstory would have been his parents were murdered yeah. by somebody. Not the fake story of that, yeah. but the real but one. It actually happened. His parents were murdered, you know, after he blew his knee out. So instead of going back to football, he's yeah. joining the FBI. So the person who blew his knee out also blew his parents away. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if that was the story? They just hated Ugh. they hated Johnny Utah so much that they had to take him down a peg in every facet of his life. I have a theory. See, you talk about him being a bad cop or like at least like he kind of fell in quickly with the with the with the raw crowd while being undercover. Right. And maybe there's some like motivation problems there. He's not motivated to be a good cop, right? Yeah. Maybe there was a motivation with football too. Maybe he could have gone back, but maybe the pro scouts saw that, you know, he's kind of a nutball. He's kind of a renegade. He's not really focused on like the prize, so to speak. Like a Johnny Manziel. Yeah, maybe he's too much of a loose cannon, right? Yeah. Or or Jeff George. Yeah, he, he's 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 over there. He's probably drawing his own plays up instead of like, falling in line with the coaches. I mean, that was true in the replacements. Yeah. He was doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he never. <laughs> I mean, he he does seem like a prime candidate for being 
a cop who's got like a loose cannon, but yeah. I think maybe I'd count him more as like a dirty cop, not like a clean by the book guy. Right. You know, with the, the craziness. So, like, the, the opening scene, he's going through as we just played. It is like, you know, how we call all these bank robbers? We called a bunch of bank robbers. We called them through data, hard data, studying the case, the evidence, the database. And th- that's not how he rolls. I and called I, BS on that. And, and he also probably never did not roll in the playbook that way either. You get away with that crap in college. <laughs> not the pros. No, I mean, the, the pro coach is going gonna, is gonna to bench your ass. So... The busted knee is the best thing that ever happened to him because he would have flamed out hard in the NFL, I believe. He pivots to this career FBI. He goes to Quantico. He graduates Quantico, and they send him to LAPD, basically. LAPD FBI gets paired up with the black sheep, the laughingstock of the department, (laughs) Mr. Gary Busey, Angelo. Was it a coincidence you called him a black sheep, considering he was in the movie Black Sheep with Tommy, <laughs> with uh, with Chris Farley and David Spade? I may or may not have written that on purpose. Maybe I did. Yeah. But where, he, he, where he did, in fact, tear out your endocrine system. <laughs> he gets he gets caught up in this thing that there's a uh, amazing scene of this basically Gary Busey talking crap on him while he's diving in a pool for two Quarter, bricks. Quarterback puck. Give me two bricks. He gets paired up with this guy. It seems like kind of a buddy cop scenario here, Badway, where we got two guys that couldn't be more opposite, and they got to work together. But what they're kind of the, the same, though. They're not really opposite. One's just old and kind of maybe lost his way. I feel like Busey was Keanu when he was a rookie, I think. The, the wide-eyed, green-eyed, like, got to yeah. solve the crimes. Because he's not, he's not into that old study the data, you know, fine-tooth comb, go to the go to the crime scene and just run a, run a toothbrush and get your fingerprints on all the car he's not he's not that kind of cop either what do you think of his policing i mean he's been in bank robberies for 22 years we find out he's been trying to solve these cases i'm sure he's seen these these ex-presidents that have gone through you know i think they said at 27 at this point robberies because there's three more in the movie what do you think of Busey? Do you think he's a good cop? Like, yeah. he seems to get made well, fun of by these other guys. I don't know. The line that jumped out to me that he said in the movie is, I fired my pistol 19 times in service. I feel like that's a lot. Because <laughs> normally in a movie, they're like, it's like, I never had to shoot my yeah. gun. I never had to fire my I, pistol. I feel like if you had to fire your gun 19 times, that means you're not doing your job the right way. <laughs> is he in like a war zone you're or something? You're supposed to bust the guys very, like, like discreetly. You, you solve them. the case. You know, you get the drop <laughs> on them. He's over there. How many people did he kill? 19 times is a lot of times. Yeah, it's a lot of times. I mean, he, he's, I, but then maybe that makes sense because it seems like they're putting him on these. I don't think he's working the main case here. No. He's at the bank. I mean, the, the dead president. I keep saying the dead president. The dead that president. That's a different, that's <laughs> that's a different a, movie. That's, a, that's female bank robbers. Female. So the ex-presidents, they go and they do this. They do this thing and he gets pulled into it. They're looking at the tapes at the bank and all this stuff. And there's a bunch of other cops. Well, it reminds me of Starsky and Hutch. They're making yeah. fun of these guys. Like, yeah. look at these jokers. Well, Busey is, like you said, he's the black sheep. He's kind of a laughing stock of the department. Maybe the years have gone, have, have, have done poorly to him, where he has a lot of crackpot ideas, and they just they make him go on, or just go go study this evidence. And it's it's almost like busy work at this point. He's yeah. got to do the busy work. I mean, he didn't even want to go after the drop car, right? Because he's he's known, like, he says, guys, yeah. this is BS. I don't need the drop yeah. car. There's nothing there. What are you going to yeah. solve the case? He's all about the running and gunning, obviously, the gunning part. <laughs> like yeah. and he's, he knows that these guys are too good to leave any clues behind yeah. that have to do with crunching the numbers. He, well, he needs to get out there, but he's too old to do it. So he kind of, he needed Keanu. It was the perfect marriage. It's of, like of, the shot of adrenaline yeah, that the he needed, marriage. right? I mean, so yeah. 
your initial assessment of Odd Couple, I think, is way off. I think they're very much, they needed each other. And if Keanu was stuck with another guy who was as cocky as him, or he would have been too much of, no, we got to stick by the book because Chief wants it this way. And nothing would have gotten done that way either. Let's talk a little bit about the Chief. You mentioned Chief doesn't want it this way. He went through this speech about data and number crunching and all this stuff. What do you think of this guy? Do you think he's good at his job? Well, yeah. I mean, he said, like, what? Like, a 3,200 bank robberies and we got 1,000 of them. That's pretty good. I mean, I feel like I a lot guess. of banks go, go go robbed all the time and don't get solved. I, I don't know what the statistics are on bank robberies. I think that's but, good. I actually do think it's but good. What is that? That's like 30%? Well, a third. It's like 30, a third. 30%? Yeah. I guess that's all right, but... I no. think a lot, I think it's really hard to catch a bank robber, especially if they do it like one time. Like, how are you going to catch them? But how many times yeah. were the banks, 3,200 in how many years did they say? I don't know. The guy seems kind of young. He's <laughs> probably in his 50s. I know it's the guy from Scrubs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it seemed like, no, it seemed like the guy's been on the job for like five years and the banks yeah. were robbed 3,200 times. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot of bank robberies. Yeah. It's like they seem like, maybe that's why Busey fired his pistol 17 times. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't really like this guy. I got to tell you, man, I think he's cocky. Yeah. He's brash. He's brash cocky. What is, what has this guy ever done? He runs a know? tight ship. I'll tell you what, thousand bank robbery uh, closure is pretty good. I really like the scene that we played at the beginning. I thought it was really good. It's kind of like a tracking shot where he, where he put it, we brought him through, he showed him the ropes to the speak. Like at that point, I kind of liked the guy because he was kind of like a no nonsense guy. But as the movie went on, he did the they they he fell into the trap of the classic. I'm gonna yell at you because you're not doing what I told you to do. Type thing. It's the last action hero cop yeah. boss, the guy that his ears start steaming because he's yeah. yelling so much and he's just going on in nonsense. The, that's how I feel about this. There's guy. not a lot of cliche in this movie, which I think that's what makes it a pretty a pretty good cult classic. Yeah. And that was the one cliche part with a police chief that's mad because you're not doing it by the book. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I guess it's a trope. It's a cliche. Like you said, it keeps things grounded. And, you know, he doesn't really approve of these guys' methods. So when Busey and, and Keanu get together, they're trying to solve this case. Keanu decides he's going to check out the car. Busey's pissed. He doesn't like that, right? His experience has shown him it's deeper. It's not yes. in this car. Like you said, they're too smart for that. But Busey's found some evidence, man. No one would listen to him. He's his laughing stock. He's found some some sand grit. He found some butt paste. He found some butt paste. Is that what he it found was? A hair. It was butt paste. I mean, they they examined the guy's butthole yeah. on a screen. Yeah, I mean, the ass was a huge clue. I mean, the guy's bare ass on the screen was a huge clue. I there mean, was an asshole that they, exactly. they have broken this case. And a we'll get into it one. later. We'll get into it later about how. But, a literal one. Yeah. But it's what brought these guys together. They, You know, Keanu's, like you said, he brought that shot of adrenaline. He's like, man, you're going to sit on your ass 22 years. You think you know everything? Like, let's get these guys, man. Yeah. Let's do it. And they start working this case. They go down this weird angle. Yeah, without the, without the chief's permission, without anybody's permission. And this is the way this 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 precinct is run, where they could just run roughshod, do whatever they want, spend the money in the department, and not have to answer to anybody until they get caught midway through. I mean, I want to know, like, is that how police stations work? Like, hey, this is your case. Go do what you need. Here's your yeah. here's your your stipend. Here's yeah. here's like, your lump sum of money. Go figure it out. Like, I see I see TV shows, or I see like you know I see like Archer, or I see like uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, or any of these types of cop shows where it's like, oh, I need a rocket launcher. So you get out of the armory and say, hey, hey, buddy, uh, can I sign out a rocket launcher? Can I sign out grenades? Like, can you just get whatever you You're want? You're signing it away. You, you lie. Hey, I need twenty thousand dollars to to start up my surfer campaign can you give me the give me the cash it's like can you just <laughs> you just go to a window and get what you need i mean it, it it does seem like that and the best part about this movie is the fact that it's it's on a whim these guys have this hunch i think they're surfers and no one will take yeah. them seriously like people are laughing at Busey. we call them the laughing stock i mean this is why and, and, and to be fair now 
it was pretty flimsy. It was. It Juicy's was. ideas were pretty flimsy. Kanye was like, let's go with it. Let's because, do it. Because whatever, right? Like, why yeah. not? Yeah. Because he wants to just go surf. He does not want to crunch. He does not want to sit behind a desk pounding on his keyboard He's not looking day. in databases. That's not why he got into this. He's an adrenaline junkie. He, he's he's going down to the Quicksilver shop, yeah. the yeah. Body Glove. In yeah. fact, it's 91, so they're they're surfing with Body Glove, right? Yeah. There was a there was an alarming Massimo. There's an alarming lack of of uh, beach or tag tops in this movie. Yeah, there was. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> Maybe that's an East Coast thing like posing as West Coast like where, where we're from. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about surfing culture. I mean, it seems pretty radical, but I just I don't know, you know, like what the actual you say radical radical man i don't know what they wear like I'm, I'm assuming body glove massimo this yeah. is 91 apparently they just wear wetsuits all day it's a, like, except yeah. for the one guy just wear wetsuits because that's the thing yeah. they, they see the guy's butt right they see his butthole they're examining <laughs> the bleachness yeah. of it and they're sitting there looking at his tan line and i thought yeah. if you're in california that water's pretty cold man don't they all wear bodysuits? no the one guy that did wear was topless you know is that so. like reckless in, in surfer culture out there? Because it's so cold, like you're really a rebel. Yeah, it's not warm all the time. But so, so yeah, based on that tan line and this butt wax, Busey's like, you're going undercover, kid. You're going to be a surfer. And God was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's easy. <laughs> How Just hard go, can it be? How could it be? He takes him to some, like, some body shop, some, some surfer shop, excuse me. And they go and he buys like the equivalent of if I said here, hey, I want to learn how to snowboard. I'm going to go to Walmart and get the plastic one that comes yeah. in the cardboard that's like not even boxed up. It's like it's got yeah. those twisty ties on it yep. with, with the plastic straps for the feet. That's what he does. He gets his pink surfboard. Yeah. It's so, a laughing stock of the surfing community. So this basically the first day on the job for Keanu, he directly defies orders and goes becomes a surfer. He's not doing real police work anymore. Right. He's automatically undercover and he's he, now he's a surfer. That's why I have questions about this entire police office. Police, the, the operation, police office. <laughs> police office. <laughs> it is an office. I mean, we don't know what else, what other cases, police crap station, whatever you want to call it. Right. But I, I want to talk more about the surfer scene, right? So he decides, hey, I'm going to just become the surfer. Can you just become a surfer in California when you don't know anything? You're from Ohio. Yeah. And you're going to just, I'm going to go buy this board. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. The ocean's calling me. Pretend, I got to go. Pretend I gotta we're go going to do this. Yeah. He doesn't take lessons. Right. He just goes out into the ocean. Like, would you even know how to paddle? I don't think I could do it. To be to be fair, I think I would at least try it first by myself you before would? I seek lessons. You wouldn't even try lessons? I would go out there. F- the first thing I would do, if I failed miserably and almost killed myself, then I'd probably go, you know what? Maybe I'm going to call but See, here's where I wouldn't, right? This is like me deciding I'm going to try to become a skater and go to a skate park with a bunch yeah. of people that like compete in the X Games. Yeah. And I'm just going to get on a skateboard. Like, I can't even stand on a skateboard, yeah. man. But yeah, you're just going to get in the way. And he did. He got in the way of the girl. What's her name? Tyler? Tyler. Yeah. Lori and, Petty. And she yelled at him. So yeah, it's kind of like there are rules to the ocean. You can't just be ride any old wave you want to. It's There's a kingdom, rules. man. I mean, you got to know what to do. Like you can't just go out there and just start floating. Well, yeah, yeah. but he didn't want to blow his cover. And I know there are ways that he did try to blow his cover. <laughs> That's a whole but, other topic right, I want to get into. When, when he first started out there... You know, his whole plan was to make friends. He wanted to try to blend in, to fit in, or to be accepted and make friends. And he did it very easily with this girl who kind of like very, very quickly fell for his trap. But truthfully, he's a charming guy. Uh, truthfully, he, he's just a Benny man. Like he's not from this town. Like he he's not from this this community. Like yeah. they know, man, this is a tight knit community. Like you're not just going to go in this water. They're right. going to say, who the hell's this guy? But he undercovered her so well that she fell for it. That, that he got the dirt on her. Her parents had 
had been killed in an airplane accident or something. So he lied to her and said that his parents died and he wanted every, everything that was done was done for them. So he wanted to do something for himself. What do you think of that? Cover she bought story? it. What do you think of the cover story? Let's talk a little bit about him undercover, right? Yeah. Like he goes undercover this. He t- gives her that backstory. Do you think that's a good backstory? Like, do you think maybe they should have done a little bit different angle? Like, what do you, what do you no. think about that? Well, they used his real name, first of all. Which is, I mean, we've joked about Seagal driving his own car to a stakeout yeah. <laughs> where you you might not even get caught. Yeah. He's going deep undercover. Yeah. Hi, my name is Johnny Utah. Hi, I'm undercover. My name is Johnny Utah. I'm a former football player. Don't look me up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 91, so I guess yeah. they got to look him up in the white pages. You got to go to the library and through like the Hall of Records and you do that machine. I don't even know what it's called. The, you go the microfiche. The, the microfiche. Yeah. yeah. So you'll be able to find him through like his Ohio State clippings, but they probably won't be able to find out that he's a cop. See, I don't want to say that this paints surfers as idiots, but if you're deep undercover, right? I'm thinking like, let's talk about a movie like The Departed. Now, yeah. obviously they're on different levels here. Yeah. You've got an Oscar winning movie versus like a cult classic that was a great, just a great fun thriller slash sport movie. Yeah. What what were they thinking with this? Because what these surfers could have, they could have looked him up, man. I'm thinking like, maybe they should check him out. Let's vet this guy before we bring him into our crew. Yeah. I mean, I'm jumping ahead here, but I think that this backstory, maybe the cops should have, I mean, this is because him and Busey are hanging out. They didn't go through the proper channels. They could have created fake records for him. They could have given him a fake ID, given him a name, an alias. They went rogue. They went rogue and they weren't prepared. And it worked out because it's a movie, but I get it. Like, I don't think that they needed to have that great of a backstory because these people weren't going to be looking him up, I feel. And and you say about recruiting into their crew, he recruited him into their crew, but they weren't planning on bringing, bringing Keanu into their bank robber gig. They were just hanging out first. They were just boys hanging out. Let's talk a little bit about Tyler and the entryway that she gets him into Bodie, right? AKA the little sister from, from a league of their own. AKA the, the whale trainer from free will. They like the way she looked at a, at a, uh, in a wetsuit. It's been a while since we had a, that guy from that thing. This is that, that lady from that, that lady from those things. Yes. But do you think that's how she got the gig? With Free Willy. I think so. They saw her wetsuit. She's like, you know what? Not bad. She probably rolled off of the yeah. set here and just yeah. <laughs> went to SeaWorld. Sure. <laughs> you can't make this movie anymore, man. You yeah. can't make these movies anymore. But she is, you know, she I, she's the ex-girlfriend of Bodie, it seems. Or maybe a, they had a fling at one point. Uh, you know, she's hanging out at the beach. She agrees to give him lessons. She shows him a thing or two about the ocean. She says, that's it. And then you're done. I'm done with you. They they start to get a little a uh, little romantic here, bad way. She fell for him right away. I mean, like, he is kind of charming right away. Via con Dios. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's who he is. Maybe we're giving, not giving enough credit for his undercover skills. I mean, but he really wasn't. He, he was being himself. But really. he's charming, man. He's being himself. He's being charming. Yeah. I mean, would you fall for him? So she taught him a few things. She he knew that she was mixed in with with the, the underground surfer. I don't even call it underground, but she was she was in with the with the, the locals, right? indirectly introduced to Bodie, who used to have a thing with this girl, Tyler. And all of a sudden, boom, he starts to forge some serious friendships here. Basically over a game of touch of tackle football on the beach. It took us, it took us 20 minutes to get to Bodie, but Bodie is probably the biggest character of any movie in the nineties. I feel like of a lot of movies in the nineties. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Just is so good in this. Yeah. Now, now we haven't talked much about like, the actual like what this how this movie is received or how good this movie really is or not 
Bodie acted circles around everyone in yeah, this movie. He was Patrick so good. Swayze was so good in this movie. Keanu was pretty terrible, right? He was awful. But he was endearing, I think. Yeah, I mean, it was charming, but he was it was not good. It was not good acting. H- his performance was probably one of the worst, yeah. I would say, in the movie. But it's yeah. good. It's good in a bad way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Busey was all right, but he was Busey. Busey was being Busey. The chief was good, I guess. The girl was okay. She was not very good either, though. I mean... I, yeah, she's all right. Yeah. She's all right. There's a lot of all right to bad performance in this movie, but Swayze really knocked out of the park as the carefree, adrenaline junkie, live your life to the fullest kind of guy. I didn't look this up, but do you think he did a lot of research on this? Did he live as a surfer? Because it looked like he grew his hair out. He had the body type for it. He looked like he was actually performing the stunts. I mean, I don't yeah. know whether that's true or not. I, I should have done research. I saw that he actually, like, he, he knows how to skydive. Like, the one scene where he goes, adios amigos, and jumps out, like, that was him. Now, the, sh- the shots of him actually in the air weren't him, but he did do a jump, and right before the jump, that scene was filmed. Yeah. So it was actually him. They showed his face jumping out of the plane to make it realistic. I, I mean, I thought the action in this movie was amazing. Yeah. It, it was it was really good. But Bodie, I want to talk more about him as a person. Like, what's his backstory? We don't know much about him. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, and I hate to liken it to this, but it's like John Wick. Right, yeah. another Keanu movie where you don't know much about him. It's yeah. like, oh man, there's Who's this guy. He's like, this he's just charming. This guy, you're drawn to him, but he has this like life outlook where you just got to live every day to the fullest. Life is one big rush. It's all about the next thing, bigger, better. And like, I mean, I'd want to be friends with him. What you do know? you think of his philosophy? Are you are you down with that? No, because you got to like work, man. You got to. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't just like rob a, banks. It's like a fantasy land. There's the only way you can live that life is if you go out and rob banks. How do know? they rent that house on the beach? Like, I, I don't know. Like, does any of them work? I mean, was it just from the bank robberies? Is that how they're doing it? Probably. What yeah. do they do when they're not surfing? Because they disappear, right? They the, they said that oh the, the the coast was up and down. They're going and solving these bank robberies. Yeah, they're probably you know studying case of the joints. You know, they just that's what they do all summer, and you know. If you don't stick to a pattern, it's very easy to like go on a streak of, of as the thirty two hundred bank robberies. Like it's very easy to go on a streak as long as you're, you you cover your bases and you spread it out a little bit. I want to talk more about this pickup football game, right? So Lori Petty, Tyler introduces him to Bodie, and they go and they wind up hanging out at the beach. It's late night. They they surfed all day. Yeah, I mean that's a long time, man. And it, this is like got to be. She said, "Meet me out at six o'clock." Yeah. And it's like nine or ten o'clock at night. By the time You're it gets dark, football, yeah. Can you imagine how wasted you would be? Oh, I'm yeah. talking like I wouldn't be able to move. Oh yeah. I went snowboarding one time in my life, <laughs> and I think I went from like eleven to to eight. I couldn't move. Are you in their shape though? Like, no, 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 no. Let's let's be serious here. I'm working on my dad body yeah. over here, but it's I, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess he's in Quantico. He's yeah. diving for bricks. Yeah, right. he's doing he's doing all this <laughs> stuff. But I just, they bring him into this football game and he's got enough energy to just start slinging and the pigskin, they play for man. a while. That, that seed went on a long time. Man. So you, you thought it went too long. It was I like a five-minute football seed. <laughs> I was having fun watching <laughs> it. Was it was all right, yeah. But yeah, he's slinging it. He's like like the good old days. Um, things start getting too intense. And all of a sudden he tackles Bodie late hit into the ocean, man. It's out of bounds. This is like people The were, ocean is out of bounds. People couldn't believe yeah. it. Well, you let him do that, Bodie. Like, What's your problem, bro? Dude. Yeah. It's gnarly. He took a gnarly spill out into the yeah. water. And is that okay? Are you allowed to tackle the leader there it's like that? It's not. But Bodie was like, it's cool. Do you know who this is? This is Johnny Utah. I saw him on TV. He's a football player. <laughs> so my question to you is, did he know when he first met him that's Johnny Utah? Or did he take the whole game of watching him sling like, oh, I know this guy. I think he knew. I think he knew. He knew right away? But he wasn't ready to like, you know, open up to him until he saw that he had balls. Right? I look at it as that whole scene was them bonding, right? No one had the, had the, had the, the gall, the balls to challenge the alpha dog here. 
Bodhi is the de facto leader of this group. He's a spiritual leader. He's the 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 physical leader of these guys. Yeah. The bank robber leader. And this guy comes along and tackles him into the ocean out of bounds. Play over, man. That's a foul. Bodhi Bodhi gets up and he's like, "Damn it, I respect you, man. Respect that. You respected it." He's he's like, "This guy is crazy enough yeah. to tackle me." Yeah. That's pretty damn good. So we got into it, but he knows who he is. So you're kind of like nervous right there. All right, he knows he was a former football player. What else does he know about me? It gets you, gets you thinking a little bit. So what's his what's his cover story? He's not a cop. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. So Keanu's cover is that he's a lawyer. So it's how close is lawyer to cop? Like, really? It's so far it's away. It's like so related. But yeah. he didn't. So here's here's the thing about that backstory, right? Like, I mean, there's scenes of him in the house and all this stuff. He doesn't have like a briefcase. He should have like case papers out. Like he's just like leaving his badge and his gun on the table. Well, that's the thing. He has no evidence because he doesn't do any real work. His work all day is just going out and surfing Learning and trying to, to bond with these people. <laughs> he, he takes no notes. He's not entering anything to any database the way Chief wants him to. He goes into the office with a surfboard in his hand. Who knows who sees him when he comes out, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, that's the thing. Like, so to get into some of this, his undercover abilities, right? And maybe it's because he's green. He's wet behind the ears. He's a he's a, a brand new. He's a rookie, pretty much. Yeah. This dude does not know what he's doing. He he's just so reckless, right? He's yeah. saying he's a lawyer. He's hanging out with her during the day. Shouldn't he be in court? Shouldn't he be working <laughs> on a case? Like I don't know. And then he says yeah. his parents died. Like if I'm Bodie and these people, Johnny Utah is like a pretty famous dude. Like I would maybe look him up. Yeah. I don't know because like you have to be careful who you make friends with, especially when you're a bank robber. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're gonna have him join the crew or anything like that, but even like whoever you associate with, like who is this stranger from Ohio? It seems kind of fishy. That's what I mean. Especially like he just considering shows up here. we could be tracked by the FBI. Right. Right. He just shows up. So so that, that's why I don't know. Like if if secretly Bodie maybe wanted to get caught. Adrenaline rush, man. He likes to take life to the edge. So maybe he even had a th- inkling that keep your friends close to your enemies closer. Exactly. Deal. Like. He wants to be on that edge. Like yeah. he strikes me as the type of guy that would, you know, be into auto asphyxiation. So, or something so like that. we're kind of teetering back and forth here. I want to talk about one thing in specific. So let's let's get off of Bodie a little bit. So for a second. So at this point, Keanu doesn't know that Bodie's crew is are the bank robbers. They're not the ex presidents. Right. He doesn't know that yet. So he's just trying to get intel. What he who he does think are the ex presidents are this group of thugs led by from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? And this is just goes to prove back to how bad of a police work he and Busey are doing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So Keanu gets into like a fist. Like, first of all, he rides the guy's wave, yeah. which is another like key of like the surfer, the surfer, the underground surfer thing. Can't do that, man. Yeah. And I hate to put a segue to a segue, but I want to talk about that also. Yeah, we, we could. So let's, let's talk about Ketis first. Then I want to get, I want to hit that point. So he rides the wave. He ends up hitting the guy and the guy's like, hey, man, you ride my wave. So at the showers after the thing, at the out- outdoor showers, they come up to him and they just want to kick his ass. They cut his 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 ankle bracelet. They thing, cut his ankle the bracelet. They basically just karate chop his surfboard, you know, freaking Jonathan Brandis style. His just, foam, yeah. his foam they one. didn't set it all fire first, but they, they yeah. chopped it. They should have. They should have. Made it easier. And then Bodie comes down and saves the day. And then Busey and Keanu were like, you know what? These, I think these are the guys. Let's go raid their their place. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's go ahead and do it. Right? How did they get the, How did they get the setup for that? Yeah. Like, did they talk to the chief? Like, did the did the chief okay that? Like, well, I don't know. Well, they had backup, so they had somebody all board. Well, and the guys that were riding their ass about how lame they are, yeah. they were there executing the thing. He he's yeah. hooking up with Laurie Petty. He's late to his own raid. Yeah, so he's late to the raid. He just gets there just in time. Long story. We'll get into it. 
A lot of people die. A lot. Like, it's not a joke. <laughs> the guys have automatic weapons, but they're not the bank robbers. They're like co- they're like cocaine dealers or something. They have heroin. Rated R, right? So yeah. you got to have a naked chick in the yeah. shower. A naked fighting girl him. fighting. Yes, a fighting naked girl in the shower. Got to earn your Yeah, they got it. They might as well use yeah. it. So it turns out they they their bad police instincts and stake out abilities lead them to raid this place for a drug for, for some drug intel that there already was an undercover cop Tom in Sizemore. the situation. Tom Sizemore was in there. Yeah, he could have died. Yeah, he could have died. So that just goes to show you how bad of a police. And I feel like the case would have been over right then and there. Keanu and um, and Busey would have been pulled right off of this case right away. But wouldn't you, if you're going to go execute a raid like this? Yeah. Right. Just go with me for a second. Don't you need to run it up the chain of command? You do. I'm thinking about like, what's the movie uh, American Hustle? When you got Brad Bradley Cooper, he's talking to Louis C.K. about I want to do yep. this thing, and he's like, No, you can't. Like, no, do you that. can't do that. Yeah, you got to ask somebody to get the resources to get the people right. So that they're doing this, and I know that people are deep undercover. Tom Sizemore is like he's working this case for. He said three months. It's not that long. Sorry, yeah. buddy, not that long. But yeah. he's undercover. He's selling these drugs. Shouldn't they know, like, hey, there's a guy here? Like, because Keanu went undercover and he used his real name. Yeah. Oh, my name's Johnny Utah. Yeah, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> like, uh, Gary Busey. I, law, I, I do law things. I don't I'm, know uh, what. I'm a, law, I'm a lawyer. I don't know how they got away with this raid. Yeah. I, I don't get it. So long story short, they've been there. They kill, like, all the guys except for one. And I think I think Anthony Kiedis survives. Yeah, they shot him in the foot. Which, by the way, hot hot take alert. I kind of hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You do? I kind of don't like them. Oh, man. I feel like they're annoying and they're, they're overplayed too much on the radio. That's the radio's fault. Oh, When I flip man. on a radio, all I get is a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, and it's kind of whiny to me. See, so, I'm indifferent. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to take offense to that. I respect but, them. I, they're good. I get it. But I just, enough. Man, enough of the we, Red Hot Chili Peppers. We just, we just got ourselves yeah. a bunch of zero so. star reviews on <laughs> iTunes here. <laughs> I mean, I respect their I respect their place in history. They're great. They're, I'm not saying they suck. <laughs> Listen to him backpedal here. I didn't say they suck. I said I don't like them. All right, right? that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. There's a difference. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. get, if you if you're giving us a zero star rating, don't put don't say I hated the chili peppers yeah. here. I didn't say it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's just an example of how Keanu or Johnny Utah and uh, what's his name? Is, is it is it Pappy? Is Angelo. it Peppers? Angelo something. Uh, whatever. Uh, Busey. Yeah. Yeah. They suck at their jobs. But but when. When Keanu hit the dude with the wave, right? Yeah. It got me thinking, I know you were thinking this too, about the culture of su- the surfing culture. Now, we know nothing. Like, I've never been on a surfboard in my life. I've been on a boogie board. I've, I've gone body surfing. Body surfing. I've never been on a yeah, surfboard At before. the Jersey Shore. It seems like there are rules. And not only are there rules, it seems like they don't want any outsiders. And they kind of like, I feel like you have to like be initiated in That's a way. what I'm saying. That I feel like taking the lessons. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't not really about that personally, yeah. but I'm not in a craft that's like a Zen craft, right? Like yeah. I don't know if I'm not into martial arts, but maybe yeah. martial arts is the same thing too. No, like you're I, not gonna just go there. It seems kind of accepting though. It it seems it seems exclusive, the surfing club, but it, it seems like they want to keep people away. But right? I don't know if it's a, it may not be, hey, you can't surf. It's he wasn't a local. Like don't surf on my beach because well, yeah, I where are you here. supposed to go? I don't know. Go you, to Jersey. You're only allowed to surf in California if you're from California. You got to go to Jersey. You got to go to Jersey. <laughs> they accept you in Jersey. Yeah. I'll let you surf in Jersey. <laughs> Do you think it's worse in Hawaii? Yeah, maybe. It's probably worse in well, Hawaii than it is California. Yeah, forgetting Sarah Marshall, the uh, the the ex girl or ex boyfriend of yeah. Mila Kunis. That guy was like a surfing legend, right? Well, yeah, but that's why Kudu's there to teach you. But I, I think you're ready. <laughs> I don't I think, think I'm ready. I think you're ready. <laughs> no, but I I guess the point that that I would say is I understand what they're what they're going at. Yeah. 
I just don't know if I agree with it. I'm not about the keeping you out of something. If you want to yeah. learn something, I feel like I'm the type of person, I, and I think you are too, that it's like, let me teach this person. Yeah. Like podcasting. If somebody asks you, how do you do a podcast? I'll happily teach them. You know what no, I mean? There's it's, too many podcasts a, out there. We need to start discouraging these people. Don't podcast podcasts. in yeah. my studio. Not in my studio. There's only enough room for, <laughs> for all these two waves. Pod- <laughs> two podcasts <laughs> yeah. in this studio. Yeah, no. No. I, I, I feel like if I tried to do surfing, like I feel like I'd be shied away from it because I feel like they I would just get shunned. But that's why I felt like he had a lot of balls to just go yeah. out there, buy this crappy surfboard, and go yeah, out well, there. Well, he had a job to do. Well, so. the kid even made fun of him in the shop. Yeah, exactly. That's what like, I'm saying. Oh, you, you come in here? Like, what yeah, is the shop even open for? He's getting made fun of for trying something new. He should have made his yeah. own surfboard. Yeah. So why are they dicks? Now, now, maybe there's surfers out there that can like clear this up for me. And if I'm right or wrong, please let us know. And I could be wrong. I don't mean to stereotype all surfers, but... It kind of seems like there's like the stereotype out there that they're like jerks to, to newbies. Like, how do you learn to become a surfer without being made fun of or get dirty looks or get beat up? See, in, that's in why case. Kevin got beat up over it. I could never do it. Personally, I could yeah. never learn. You know what I mean? I don't have yeah. the, I don't have the guts to go through that initiation period. And I feel like that's a, a real thing. And maybe that's just maybe that's just TV and media like training me to think that way. But it seems like they're portrayed as like stay off of our waves, stay off of our lawn kind of thing. I mean, if you're a surfer, let us know. Leave us a comment on the blog post for this page. Write us an email, thelastrowpodcast at yeah. gmail.com. Tweet at us at the last row pod. I, I want to know because if you are a surfer, do you think this portrays you in a bad light yeah. and the community as in a bad light? And if I want to be a surfer, what do I do? How do I get there? Can you teach me? Do I have to get a lesson? Can I just show up like Keanu and start just hitting the waves while I get yelled at? So like, what's these, the protocol here? Did these guys hate Lori Petty for teaching teaching him? They made fun of her. They Remember, did, right? they made fun of her. Who is this guy? What do you what do you teach it now? What oh, is what is this? What if so that they hate surf teachers? Like she was a regular yeah, local, right? Yeah, she's, she was, local. she's not a teacher per se. Like she was doing it out of kindness. Do they hate the search the surf shops that teach people? Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they burn them down. That's kind of <laughs> messed up. Because I feel like maybe that's kind of like you don't want to overpopulate the ocean. But that's kind of messed up. I don't know. But Bodhi seemed pretty accepting of him, and I don't know. Bo- and to get back to Bodhi for a second, he helped him when these guys were fighting him. Yeah. You know, Busey almost blew the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Busey's awful Busey, in the car. Talk a little bit about the state. He's staking out worse than Cigar. What right? did Busey really do in this Nothing. movie? Nothing. Like, he really? Him, what did he contribute? He gave him the lead of, I think, they're surfers. Yeah, that's that was it. it. It, was a, it was a crackpot idea that he was lucky it was right. Busey was, was pretty inept, you know? He was pretty <laughs> inept, like the inept director that we talked about a couple episodes ago for, yeah. for Hard to Kill. But let me say this. He's sitting in his car, just chilling, while they know, hey, there's a the guys that rob these banks are probably at this beach. Remember, originally they were going and they were cutting people's hair and pulling people's hair out? Oh, yeah. Like, hey, it's got to be one of them. They got a, a hair fiber. Let's go pull a hair from every single person on this beach. Yeah. That's pretty much illegal, I'm sure. Yeah. And, but he's and, sitting in the car with binoculars looking at him while he's while he's surfing. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah, you got a guy's just way out there. He's not he's not undercover. He's overcover. But he's, Bodhi, he's overcover. Bodhi respects Keanu because he stood up to these dudes. Sure. And he knew they were tweakers. They were, you know, drug addicts. They're selling meth out of their house and all this garbage, right? So Bodhi's not about that. He's about no. robbing banks. He's about taking it to the man, you know, just getting back at the system. Yeah. He's not about yeah. selling drugs. No. Yeah. And he's about, like like we said, the next uh, next high. Like they go surfing outside. Because it's a little more dangerous. It's like you got you got to feel a little more. You got to feel a little more hardcore. This was the moment I think that Bodie said, "Scouting this guy out." Yeah. Did he? Now my, let me ask you. Did he want to join? Did he want him to join his crew? Was he saying this guy's got potential here? Maybe I could bring him in. I or, think he. I think it was a, a, a potential. I think so. Yeah. So, so that's where I wasn't sure whether he was vetting him out or not. It's like maybe this guy can run with us someday. We I don't. don't 
Yeah. He only had four presidents, though. I don't think he would have brought him in that closely if it wasn't for a reason. And he, maybe it was it was a plan of his that just didn't come to fruition. So he's got a crew, right? Let's talk a little bit about his crew for a second. Yeah. He's got the presidents. There's four ex-presidents. Uh, it's like LBJ, uh, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, and Richard Nixon. Nixon. Right? There are four of his dudes. Yeah. There's one other dude. Which I have a little bit of a theory on, on the man. side, a little his shady. Name, his name is Rosie. Rosie. Rosie, coincidentally, a female name, while Tyler is a is a male name. Coincidence. Rosie, in the leather, in the in the MC cut, he's sitting on the beach. <laughs> Got like dreads. He's sitting yeah. there. The guy from Wayne's World too. If you know he's who like I'm the, talking he's about, he's the director. He's in one too. Also, he's like <laughs> he's like the director of of the Wayne's World of TV Wayne's World show. show. Yeah, I forgot the actor's name, but he's sitting there. Yeah. I got a thing, man. This guy might be the mastermind behind all of You think, so? you think he's it. like he's the quiet, the he quiet is, type? He is Rachel Ghoul. Yeah, you know, if we're talking Batman Begins. <laughs> he's he's like they're all pawns. Yeah, they're all pawns. I mean, Bodie's got the philosophy, yeah. but this dude is is he's the kind of guy that I'd call him the butcher man. He said he like cut up a guy into a million pieces. Yeah. He, he does the, the dirty one. work. Yeah. Like, Bodhi's not about killing people. He doesn't try to kill people. No. But if it has to happen, so be it. Well, that's... He it, didn't do it. Well, sure. And part of the, the, the rundown of this bank robbers, it's told that they never once sh- fired a weapon, never killed anyone in any of these bank robberies. Very nonviolent. They're clean. They get in. They get out. No violence. Does each guy on this crew have, like, a job or a specific role? It didn't seem like they had, like, this ragtag team. No, it was well, just... Bodie's the guy. Well, Bodie's Reagan, and he does the driving and the crowd control. And the uh, I think Carter watches the door, yeah, ends the timer, and the other two guys go for the go for the go for the cash. I think that's their setup. But yeah. they never go into the vault. Man. Never go into the vault. Yes. You never go into the vault. Never go into the vault. We learn this in, in a bunch of movies in Hell or High Water. They talk about yeah. you never go into the vault. That's how they're going to get you. That's the Takes marked too bills, much time. The ink marked bills. Ninety seconds in yeah. and out. Sure, in and out. Do you think they're an efficient crew? Do you, Absolutely. Do you approve of their methods? I mean, how many years have they been doing this for? I mean, we don't know, yeah. but we, I mean, how many bank robberies can you do in a season, right? They did 27, I think, total, yeah. they said. I mean, how many years do you think they've been doing this? Oh, this is, I feel like it's got to be, it's got to be at least a five year run. I feel like it's, they've done it enough to where they're so good at it that, I mean, 3,200, they, they've got to be responsible for a large number of that. Yeah. I mean, you think Utah, he, we talked about this botched raid, right? He knows it's not them. But he starts to hang out, and he's starting to get sucked into this crew, man. He he likes Bodie's way of life. He starts to respect him. Busey's even saying, "Hey, man, I think you're getting too deep." You know, he's starting to he's starting to really get into his philosophies on life. He's hooking yep. up with this girl, Lori Petty. He's really, really, really because getting sucked they, they in. They are man. they are like kindred spirits in a way. Like they They're, are. I mean, I'd probably Keanu is a more is almost more of a lunatic than Bodie is. Yeah, really. I'd probably hang Utah. out with him. Yeah. So long story short, not to run out the whole plot, it's like. He finally goes out to the beach. He sees this guy's butthole again. <laughs> it's that butthole. It's just so familiar. That familiar butthole. It's it's such a familiar sight that he's seen, and he has a second. He says, "Oh my god, I gotta go." Yeah, so I gotta a, go. I gotta get case. I gotta yeah. go to court. So he's eyeballed the crew. The guy moods him, and that's when it clicks. The butthole makes it click. That oh my god, I've been hanging out with this crew, and there are the guys. Yeah, I mean, so he knows he has this this thing. He's like, oh my god, I know. He knows where they're going to go next. And he goes to this bank. Man, he, he just outs himself. Yeah. Keanu's a guy. He's like, freeze FBI. First of all, after a botched stakeout by Busey yet again, they're late to, to discover that they're, they actually went in the bank. Busey missed it because he was eating meatballs of tell you what, man. Calvin and Hobbes or something. I'd eat that meatball sandwich. <laughs> that sandwich looked damn yeah. good, man. That looked like so, a good sandwich. Led to one of the longest chases of a uh, great movie chase. 
and a, a chase where Keanu's face was out in the open. He had to have known that that Bodie saw him, but he didn't like he didn't act that way. So I have to give you a little bit of history with this movie. My history of this movie. I've never yeah. seen it all the way through until a few years ago, right? And I, I love this movie. It's a great movie. But what I would say that was confusing to me was I didn't know how they pitched it when the movie came out. So back in 91, did, was it a big reveal that it was Bodhi or did you know going in? I guess we have to go back and watch some I, of the old trailers. I think it was a big reveal, but I don't think like they, they did try to hide it too badly. Yeah. So, but for Keanu, he's running outside. He's running with his head out. He's yeah. just shooting at this guy. Bodhi sees him from a distance. And I think at that point it wasn't clear who saw who, I think he knew that it was Bodhi, but he didn't see his mask off, so he didn't know. Yeah. It just it turned into this weird standoff now of Bodhi's having this talk at the fire with his dudes that he's like, I know what to do with him. Yeah. We're gonna get this. Well, guy. it's because at the very the getaway, at the getaway, Keanu fell down, he hurt his knee. He had a clean shot at getting him, but he didn't shoot him. He let him go. And that's when Bodhi realized, you know what? This guy's not lost. I thought I can still get this guy. Now, this takes us to the kind of the back half of the movie. And what I'm curious about is, was he trying to get him to turn him? Because he goes and kidnaps Tyler. There's so yeah. many words, he kidnaps Tyler. Sure. Right? He shows up in his house. He's like, yo, we got to do this thing. I'm going to take you skydiving. You go skydiving. There's an awesome standoff about what who packed what parachute it was. Yeah. They're playing like Very intense game. like game of musical. It's like Russian roulette almost. Russian roulette kind of. Because Keanu assumed these guys know I'm the guy. They're gonna give they were, me. They're gonna give me a, a false shoot. They weren't talking die. about it though, which yeah. was kind of awesome. I love the anticipation yeah. and the tension that it built because they both knew, but they didn't communicate. They it. didn't say that. They, they didn't spill their beads. They didn't. They didn't lay their cards out. That was my best. My yeah. favorite part of the, the yeah. this whole second half of the movie. Yeah. But my question to you is: Did Bodhi think he could bring him into it, or was it you know the the getting Laurie Petty thing? Hey, this is insurance. This guy's gonna get yeah. me. Was he trying to no. turn him? I don't think he was trying to turn him at that point because once he realized, once he kidnapped the girl, I feel like that was like Utah never would have turned back from that. You know, it's kind of like he made an enemy for life when he did that. Because I don't think Tyler would have been okay with him, Robin Banks either. She didn't no. know that they were doing this. No, she didn't know either. She had no idea. Yeah. But my question, I guess, is: Would you like the movie better? Not that you didn't like it. Would you like it better if they would have tried to convince Utah? I mean, I say rewrite this thing. You yeah. try to convince Utah to join the crew. Not They didn't kidnap the girl. It's just, see, hey, man, I see where you're going. You don't like your job. You yep. should come roll with us. Uh, see, I don't I don't know if the word better is the right word, but I certainly like the way you're going with that. You'd so, like to see it. So you're saying, forget the kidnapping plot. Listen, buddy, we know you're a cop. I get that. But why don't you come on over to our side? We're having a hell of a time. Forget the rat race of life. Let's Let's go trace the next high. Let's rob these banks. We're not hurting anybody. The bank's insured. They're going to get their money FDIC. back. FDIC. Yeah. We're just living our lives, man. We're not going to do this forever. We're going to go. We're going to find some other things to do, and it's going to be fun, and you can be, live free. And it would be a really, because it kind of speaks to, I feel like, what Johnny Utah actually feels inside. Yeah. Because I feel like he wasn't set out to be a football player. He wasn't set out to be a lawyer or a cop. He didn't or any seem of this to stuff. love policing. No, he didn't. He, he loved doing his own thing, and he loved, he, he got a high off of infiltrating the scene. So I think that it would have been a really interesting struggle to show it if the movie played out that way instead. I like where they went with it, right? He forced him, they kidnapped the girl and they forced him to go basically on a, on a, the last, the last stakeout, or I'm sorry, the last stick up of this bank. Yeah. And he's got Lori Petty tied up with, yeah, he's like, hey, do this or we're going to kill her. With the guy from Wayne's World we 2. Got, we got Wayne's World 2 director back there. <laughs> we're going to get him. He's practicing picking up microphones. Yeah. No, and, and, 
Bodie takes him on a plane. The plane scene was awesome. I mean, I hate to say, oh, remember when this happened? That was great. Oh, yeah, blah, right. blah, blah. Try to avoid it. Sure. But some of the best action of a movie that I've seen from the 90s, it was so awesome. And they go to the bank and they actually, people do die. More people die. Because you got a hero. You got a hero pulled his They got out. too deep, yeah. man. And I, I feel like that cop was out of line, man. I don't know if you're a police officer and there's like 20 people robbing a bank. I'm not, I know he wants to save somebody, but to pull the gun out and just start shooting people, yeah. there was going to be casualties. You can't there. do that, especially when there's four or five gunmen. You can't yeah. take that risk. I think maybe you call it in and yeah. you follow him. You go follow no. him after the thing. The money isn't worth it. He's being a cowboy. Reckless honestly. policing. Reckless policing. Reckless policing. It reminds me of like a Hell or High Water. It's like you do that in Texas. Because <laughs> everyone has a gun in Texas. Yeah. You get robbing a bank and they all have guns. There's a lot of similarities actually yeah. when I look back on this now, yeah. you know? So to wind the movie down, I mean, we mentioned the, the parachute scene. He chases Bodie to the airport after the, the, the robbery. He gets on the plane. Busey gets shot in the process and, and dies. He's dead. He dies. And, and, and nothing comes of it. Like, he just dies and that's it. It's like yeah. no mention of it. You know, I, this I don't think partner. Keanu was very, uh, Utah was not very upset. He didn't, he didn't seem very upset, <laughs> He's did like, he? I don't have to deal with this guy yeah. anymore. <laughs> I mean, he, he was mad, but yeah, it he was wasn't. Mad, but yeah, you know, it was his time. It was old. It was, he was upset. He's a renegade. <laughs> he is. He gets on the plane and basically he's got to catch him. There's no more shoots. He yeah. says, dude, no more shoots. Freaking Keanu jumps out of the plane. Nuts. Craziest scene of the movie. Yeah. Who's the stunt guy? Did he have a, he had like a, a shirt on oversized, over top of it? must have had a shirt on. Or what if it was a dummy? You know, you yeah. throw the dummy out of the plane. They throw the dummy like, out? Oh, they go, they're flapping around. Yeah, it's like at the end of, <laughs> of Mark for Death. Yeah. <laughs> like when he's fighting Screwface. Yeah. It's just a, it's a dummy. It's a dummy. No, yeah. but did did the stunt man have a, a shoot on underneath that jacket? Probably. the shirt? Probably. So yeah. he jumps out. I think this is the moment where Bodhi really respects him. And he's oh, like, yeah. man, this dude is crazy. <laughs> he's like, and they get into a, a standoff yeah. of, he catches him and he says, Pull your shoot, man. Pull yeah, it. Gun no, to you, his head. He's you got a gun it. to Bodhi's head. You pull it. No, yeah. I, you pull it. And he comes. Did Bodhi was Bodhi content with dying there? Oh yeah. Are, I think Bodhi done it. Bodhi at all times is content on dying, and that that's what separated him from the rest of his crew. I feel because the rest of his crew, when they found out that 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 Utah knew who they were, they were they were done. They were freaking out. They, they tried to want, get out of it. They didn't want to do anything else because they they were trying to escape. Bodhi's like, hey man, if you escape, you die, man, because it's like it's all about. The next rush. The rat but race. They were not like that. Those other guys were not like that. People in their metal yeah. coffins. Bodie was fine with dying as long as it wasn't a blaze of glory. And like jumping out of a plane and not pulling your chute and having to stay off with a guy. Like that's like, it's like one of the top things you could do as far as adrenaline rush goes. Who so would he's live, fine with it. Who would live to tell the tale, man? Yeah. <laughs> who would live <laughs> who to, would tell live to tell the tale of that? Yeah. I guess, I guess it would be Rosie. Rosie's down there in the car ready to pick him up. And the dead body of his yeah. friend is floating on the on the yeah. parachute, right? Yeah, right? So anyway, they end and he gets away. You could have ended the movie there, but you didn't. Yeah. They took it to another scene. Keanu's in Australia. He shows up. It's a massive swells. Yeah. Crazy storm. So it's a callback to the middle of the movie where Bodie's describing the perfect wave. The perfect oh, man. Wave. Perfect waves in Australia at X to next month and time of year. The gnarly dude. And like, yeah, I don't know. He knows. Maybe he did keep a little notebook. He knew. He says, he says at, at that point when they confront each other that he's been tracking him and he's been getting there just too late. He yeah. saw him all over the place. He's been going all over the world surfing. So maybe that's what they do yeah. when they're not in California. They're surfing all over the world. Yeah, they go to the next place, you know, maybe switch hemispheres to, to keep summer going. They have a fight. Not as good as the Swayze's fight from Roadhouse, but no. it's up there. There are jeans involved, though. And they're wet. There are wet jeans but involved. But he was still able to kick. He's got wet 
He's got a G, he had a jean jacket too. Can, yeah. we, can we question that? Canadian tuxedo. Can man. we question that decision too to have a fight in a jean Canadian tuxedo? See, you're restricting all of your movement. Yeah, not just your pants and your legs. Yeah, like, you can't kick. That's one thing. But can you punch if you're wearing His a denim jacket? His reach had to have been compromised, and that's why he almost died. Things got to weigh 500 pounds. Yeah, yeah here's right. the thing: Keanu would have Keanu almost drowned, and Swayze let up. Yeah, he let up. Keanu lost that fight. He did. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I don't think Swayze wanted to kill him. I think he wanted to to he did. let him yeah. live. He did want to kill. He him. He respected yeah. him. He respected. He's, he's him. too much of a free spirit to just go around killing people. But in the meantime, Keanu cuffs him, man. Yeah, he cuffs him. You can't get away. You can't go on that on that wave. The no. best wave ever. You can't go. No, it would have been torture to put him in a cage, as he said, man. I can't, I can't, I can't survive in a cage, man. Let me go, man. Let me just go. Let me get one more wave. Gnarly. One more wave. Look at those waves, dude. Well, I kind of think. Now, Utah, this is where I have questions, right? I have questions about Utah's men- mental state, whether he was in too deep, you know, his partner's dead, he got nothing to live for. Yeah. Did he respect Bodie enough that he said to do it? Because you got the Australian authorities. He's probably Interpol at this point. This yeah. dude murdered a police officer. Yeah, you can't just go to Australia and arrest a guy for crimes in the United States without having some kind of expedition. It's right? Interpol, yeah. and, and probably the Australian authorities are going to yeah. extradite so this him. This was like very much set up, this 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 get. This he's capture. on the beach by himself, yeah. and he sees him, and he's like, dude, you got to let me go. Now, my question to you, Badway, is did he let him go thinking, there's no way he's going to survive this, I'll let him die? And in yeah. a way, it's kind of like, Batman at the end of Batman Begins, like, I don't have to save you. I don't have to kill you. Yeah. I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. I don't have you. to save you either. You know, yeah. I'll let you die because you don't want to rat-, rat him in the cage and let him go out the way he wants. Right. Or did he think, you know what? I'll just let him do it. He's going to live. And the question, the other question is, did Bodhi think that he was going to live from that because he's got so much guts? No. Bodhi begging to go into the ocean was like, he knew he was going to die. And that's how he wanted to die. He wasn't going to die an old man. We all know this. Yeah. If it, if this this didn't catch him, something else would have caught him. He probably would have picked a fight with everybody in the jail had he gone to jail to die in jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he needs was, to go out on top. How you how are you gonna how are you gonna seek thrills in jail? You know, you, he, he would find a way. So I think both knew that this was the end for Bodie, that he was gonna die in there. And you know what, Keanu in the back of his head knew that if by some dumb chance he gets away, it's kind of like good for you, kid. Yeah. Good for you. Like if you can do that, then yeah. good. He would have had that you son of a bitch smile, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of the ending? Did you did you like the way it ended? I did like the way it ended. I thought it was the right move. It's better than bringing him in. You can't handcuff a guy like Bodhi. Yeah. He's like, it's not who he is. Like you had like, and Keanu respected him too much. And the symbolism of him throwing the badge away at, at, after he let him go at the very, the very last scene. It shows that, you know what, he did have massive respect for Bodhi, and he wasn't cut out to do this, and Bodhi kind of opened his eyes to a lifestyle, maybe not the Robbie the Bank style, law-abiding style, but it, he opened his eyes to a way of life that was really inside of him all along. That was really very eloquently right? stated, man. I just, that came off the <laughs> top of my head. I didn't, I didn't practice that. I've got to tell you, like I'm, I'm impressed over here. That's that called was, analyzing the movies, man. That was, that was very professional. I was in the movie business. That, was, that was like pretty damn good, dude. Uh, that's, that's what I do. That was, you know, Thank you. that was very radical, yeah. man. So I, I'm gonna, you mentioned he threw away the badge. Before we move on and, and kind of wrap this thing up, did he throw the badge away because he was disgusted with the fact that he had to let him die? Did he regret it a little bit? Was he quitting his job or did he knew that he was basically going to be fired because he let this guy go? <laughs> I don't think he would have been fired. I feel like he he got him. He got his man. And I feel like like he's really good at his job. But I feel like it's one of those situations where, damn it, you're good. 
Like you're you're in trouble. Like the the police chief would you'd be in trouble, but I just he's just so damn good. Yeah, you, just can't, you have to deal with it. It's like a star player. I want to know what happens after, man. I'm really intrigued. Like, what do yeah. you think Keanu goes and does now? Is he going? I don't he know, can't man. go back to that desk well, job. Well, yeah, but they made they made Point Break two, right? They did. So <laughs> <laughs> Speed two, cruise control. Yeah. Point Break two, even breaker, even swells. breakier, <laughs> even breakier. <laughs> no, it, it's we're losing I, our touch on the cold. I know. By the way. We, we got to go back to basics. We got to go back to basics. Yeah. This is like an embarrassment. Yeah. So don't force it. We're forcing it. So we're about out of time here. We figured it ended up on sort of a game situation. I came, I came to this idea that I, I always love the message boards at imdb.com, right? Yeah. So I went on the message boards and I, I tried to pull some questions or statements from some people that, had, that wanted to spark some dialogue about this movie. And I thought it'd be fun to address some of these on the show. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I thought of this idea a little bit too late considering they are closing the IMDb message boards for yeah. life on February 20th. This is like a forever thing? Yeah. So I, what is it? I think today is as of this date, it's the 11th that we're actually uh, yeah. recording this. So in nine days from the recording, even less for when you hear this, the message boards will be closed forever. Man. And they did it. And they put a reason all there. I think it was, and they basically said, basically it's too negative in here. And this is not why we started They're these closing it boards. because of YouTube yeah. comments. Get your archives in. We're closed on the 20th. Go find each other on Twitter. Get out of our lives. We're not going to be part of this <laughs> ugliness anymore. We can't maintain. <laughs> Which I'm surprised YouTube hasn't done years ago. Yeah. But <laughs> Well, they did. They made you use your real name now yeah. on YouTube. So, People were upset. So these are real questions or comments from message boarders. Uh, that want to know answers to some questions about some of these. Some of, and some of these are fun and some of these are more po- thought provoking. So I'm going to throw some at you. All right. All right. Try my best. Yeah. So, I mean, we can, we can attack it together. Sure. I mean, it's not just a test. Uh, Andrew RRRRRRR asks, why did Bodie order them into the vault on the very last bank robbery? See, I have some thoughts on this. So the bank robberies go, they only do the hit the cash drawers and they get out. That's why they're so good at what they do. They're never caught. The last one with Keanu in there, he goes for the bank vault. Why did that? Why, Drew? He's got up the stakes, man. Got up he, the stakes. So we know that Bodie's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. He freaking took a federal officer yeah. to a to a bank robbery. Isn't that enough, though? Isn't that no, adrenaline not, enough? It's not. Yeah. And I don't think he thought his friends would die. I really don't. I think he thought he would get away with it, but he didn't have that much sadness on, on well, his way when he got away. No. I think he was up in the stakes, man. He's the type of guy, he needs to take it to 11. See- Here's my question is like, he didn't even plan it. Like, it's one thing to do to go make the bank Reckless. robbery go longer. He didn't tell the guys we're going for the vault this time. He just did it on his own. Was that kind of like a test to like make sure they are also living life through the fullest? I think so. It's yeah. like, hey, man, but he didn't have to go in the vault. He was no. easily going to get away. But I think it was. It was a test. Like, yeah. how much are you with me, guys? How much are so you with me? They knew that they were caught. Like, they were outed. They, like, their identities were pretty much made. So I guess maybe he thought he needed more money also to like to last him yeah. for longer. So yeah. keep this, this the endless summer, if you will, going. I think right? it was keep the, keep the party going. Yeah, he had to up it by up it to eleven, maybe to twelve. Yeah. All right. So our next comment from uh, Josh A U A G nineteen eighty six. Right. <laughs> so I guess he was born in eighty yeah. six. The agent that got stabbed in the back by the chick in the shower. Did he die from his wounds or did he? Or did he survive? I looked up the body count under trivia and it says ten people total died. <laughs> if you count everyone, he would be the tenth. I always assumed he lived. Opinions. I, I'll just say this. So he had a naked chick fall on him. Maybe that like yeah. elevated his heart rate and maybe he bled out more. Yeah, Because maybe. he was too excited yeah. about it. I don't think you die from stab wound to the back as long as it's treated quickly. And, and, the, and the raid was like pretty quick. I'm going to so. say this though. Josh UAG. I was thinking the same thing because yeah. when he got stabbed, I didn't even say that to you, right? Yeah. I said when we were watching this, I said, 
you get stabbed in the back? Do you die? Yeah. Like, like you did you, ask that. Yeah. Where do you get, like, I guess see, it depends on where the wound was. See, this is my bad because he, he looked up that Ted death body count, all the trivia board yeah. of IMDb. We did not look up moviebodycounts.com. Uh, so that would be the ultimate. That we're, that's just going to be, you have to look that up on yeah. your own. We don't have time for that. I'm not going to do it now. Yeah. But that's our fault for not looking up movie body counts. That's, that's usually an action movie staple of ours. And yeah. sorry guys. It's, <laughs> they would definitely have this. It's 91. Yeah. All right. So the next comment or question this is a comment. The Sambo that Busey asked Keanu to get looks delicious. And Gary Busey looked genuinely starved as well by McQueen, 1980. <laughs> so I, I agree. What's a Sambo? It looks really good. I think it's, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it might be like a California like version of a sandwich. Like, you okay. know, like a some sub people call it a, a sub in the East and it's not really a sub anywhere else or a hoagie is hoagie? another one. Yeah. Like, I think that's like a California or a Western thing. Yeah. It's, but yeah, I agree. Utah, give me two. Dude, like he, he got the two, and the two looked delicious. When he ate that thing, I'm hungry right now. Yeah. It's dinner time right yeah, now. I'm man. getting a meatball sub myself. When he, when he ate that thing, he yeah. was he could have hosed that thing, <laughs> yeah, man. man. I was hungry. Yeah, Think Ke- about a sandwich yeah. now. And Keanu got the to- the the two dollar wheat. Yeah, because like he's, so he's in shape. Plain. Get out of here with that. Get right. out of here. But I I agree. Yes, it was delicious. Here's another easy one. Great foot chase. Uh, this one and another one he references Eastwood uh, chasing the perp across the rooftops and the enforcer. I never saw that. I never saw that movie either. This truly makes that film much more memorable. I agree. I thought it was, was an all time foot race chase. Uh, do you have any other classic foot chases would, that you enjoy? I would or, or probably there? throw out there the one from Mission Impossible 3 Ooh. when Tom Cruise is running through, I don't even know where, where they were. Was it Thailand or Bangkok or something? It was some... One of those... I can't remember. Cocks or the, bags. The, the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some version of a Bangkok. Yeah. It was the, ver- the, fil- the version with Philip Seymour Hoffman where he's running and it, a lot of times you see the endless Tom Cruise running. That's where they pull that from. That's probably one of my favorite ones. I know there's yeah. better ones, but can, that's one of can them. Can I do my uh, Philip Seymour uh, from that movie? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to kill her. <sighs> She's going to bleed. I'm going to hurt her. I'm going yeah, to hurt her. <laughs> did he phone it in or what? Yeah, he did. But like they, they said, it's like you know, you could maybe say it's like take from Sons of Anarchy when his when his daughter is getting getting got. Oh, like, god. Oh, oh god! Oh god! Oh god! No! Oh god! Tig! Oh god! No! But anyway, uh, as far as foot races go in movies, um, I the Daniel Craig's Bond movies. Yeah, the parkour ones are yeah, awesome. Yeah, the parkour ones, the Casino Royale one, and the Spectre one. From so the good. Day of the Dead was really damn good. Yeah, the good. Day of the Dead was that Spectre, right? Yeah, Spectre, yeah, so good. Yeah, those are those are those yeah. are up there. But this that was pretty good. The whole second half of this movie had some damn good action, dude. The first half was a little bit, oh yeah, they're learning to surf. But you got yeah. the jumping out of the planes a couple times. Yeah, you got jumping out with a parachute. There's, it's just there's a reason awesome. why this holds up. I mean, the acting is pretty bad, but the reason why this holds up is one, Bodhi's character. Two, the 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 um, the allure of Keanu Reeves, even in his bad acting, and three, these action scenes are still like kind of unrivaled. They're good today, like you. Like a lot of the fake crap that they show, like a lot of like, I know some of the stuff was green screen, but it's still like, it looked really good. For the most part, this looked like legit stunts. Well, Bigelow knows what she's doing. She's good. She yeah. did a bunch of movies. Zero yeah. Dark 30, Hurt Locker. I mean, she's a great competent sure. director. All right. Last one. Um, I, f- I forgot to put the, the username. So sorry for no shout out. Uh, subject is simply cut it out. Just cut it out. I call it Joey Gladstone. Yeah. Surely has been mentioned here before, but I just saw it for the first time. And man, they should have ended it in the desert. It's not like I cared about Bodie or anything. He was a douche. But seeing him die or take jail time really didn't feel very satisfying. It just felt forced. So the whole part came across as unnecessary. The bittersweet ending would have been a prime example of that. But the ending we got felt just like speed, creating a whole new setup, a mini story, if you will, only to tell the dumb audience that crime doesn't pay off. It's a good movie, but they could have made the ending less cheesy. No. Agree or disagree, Drew. So he's talking about... When Keanu jumped out of the plane, which was a huge moment in the movie, without a parachute, it was the best stun in the whole movie. When they finally hit the ground, 
he kind of wanted Bodhi to get away and the credits roll. No, that's no. lame. Maybe that's, he throws the girl out of the truck and it's over, right? No, that's how they make Point Break 2. Yeah. That's how you make Point Break 2. No, you need resolution. That's how yeah, That's how they it. would do it today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They would do that today and they'd say, oh, join us in the next yeah, one. Yeah, it's bull. In the it's extended universe of yeah. Point Break. Yeah. You know, I don't believe in that at all. You need that last scene. You need the closure, especially with Bodhi's character and the eloquent speech that you gave a few minutes ago. Yes, you need you. him to live life for the fullest, man. And he's going out on top. He's going out on the big wave. And that's the whole point of his character. Yeah. You don't do the character justice if you end it that way. It's so weak. I think there's an ending that could have been made with that, maybe without the trip to Australia, yeah. but it couldn't end just no, there. That's right? weak, man. And I, I pulled up another YouTube uh, comment from uh, the the ending clip. It's yeah. like an eight minute clip that shows just the ending. And and I feel like this guy, his name is Sonic Mojo. That's a good name. From four months ago. It's fairly recent. So people are always keeping up on this stuff. Solid name. He he pretty much breaks down why this guy who thinks the movie End of the Desert just doesn't get it. He doesn't, he doesn't get he it? He just doesn't get so it. So he's going to break you it down? just don't get it. <laughs> so this is, from, this is from Sonic Mojo. He writes, great flick. Love the ending. Harsh, brutal, un-Hollywood-like happy ending bullshit. Just like real life, my buddy Johnny didn't get the ending, thought it was lame, guess he didn't get what the movie was really about. His brother Johnny didn't get it. Yeah, he didn't get it. Yeah. This movie is not about cops and robbers and shit like that. It's about freedom, the length some people go to try to achieve it. It also speaks volumes about how pathetic life has become in the rat race we call a life. Sad, no one picks up on those details. Peace sign, smiley face, flower, mushroom emoji. (laughs) Yeah! You don't get it, bad way. No, you just don't get it. The rat race we call the life. You and your corporate world living in your metal sellouts. coffins, sellouts. I think of the goth goth kids from, uh, from South, South Park. Park. Yeah, that's who this guy is. <laughs> he does not get the it. Fairy tale rat race lives. Oh man, no, but that's I good. agree though. I no, actually agree. That is what it's about, yeah. and that's why you need to end it the way you you end it with Swayze going out on the wave. Bodie needs to get that one last wave. Get the big one, dude. That's what makes this movie yeah. so awesome. Yeah, you can't just wonder what Bodie's doing next because, again, that's not like leads you to like leave the window open for a sequel. Sometimes you, every, it's got to be one movie. And this was one f- full movie. And they didn't waste they didn't waste one take like it was from from bell to bell. It, they didn't waste a take. It was perfect. And let me. So this is going to I'm going to ask you a question, but then I'm going to read you an email that we got this week. Yeah. So the question is, could anyone else have played Bodie? Just think about that for a second, okay? Yeah. So could anyone else have played Bodhi? And we did recasts on this show back in the day. Yeah. Could anyone else have played Bodhi? And could anyone else have played Keanu Reeves in this movie? I got that. I got two Keanu's. Keanu was not the first choice. So keep that in mind. Let me read this email for a second. Okay, go for it. And then I'll, I'll, you come back to it. Okay. So this email says, it comes from Ken. It says, hey guys, I was pretty stoked when I saw you guys were going to be doing an episode on Point Break. Probably my favorite movie of all time. I was really happy to see the picture that you posted knowing that you'd be doing the 1991 version and not that remake that recently came Uh. out. I know you did some episodes in the past on unnecessary remakes. I was wondering what your thoughts were on the Point Break remake. Did you see it? Did you feel that this is as blasphemous as I do, given the fact that the original is so amazing? Thanks and keep up the great work, Ken. So to come back to it, clearly they thought that somebody else could play Bodie better. Yeah. This Edgar Ramirez guy. It was Ramirez. It was, what do you think? <laughs> so how do you feel about it? Could anyone have played it? I mean, we'll answer this guy's question yeah. here in a second, but how do you feel about that? Yeah, first of all, yeah, I wouldn't say blasphemous because uh, we, we we did an on-demand episode way back in the day about how, you know, our, our, our uh, rules for a reboot. And it's been 25 years. Like, I think it was 25 years between that and the new one. Yeah. Maybe 24. I think it came out 25. We'll have to post it in the show notes. Yeah. So... 
I mean, I feel like no movie is above like a, a reboot. And these types of movies were already being reboot. The action, like set piece type things. It would have been a TV show, actually. Yeah. If, if, the, if, if the movie hadn't been made two years ago, the TV show would have been made this year. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Trading Day. Trading Day. Yeah, all that Why? stuff. Why? Yeah. But as far as back in 91 goes, recasting, Keanu was the third choice. The first choice was Tom Cruise. Oh, that would have been awesome. The second actually. choice was Charlie Sheen. Yeah, man. I don't know about Charlie Sheen, but I think Tom Cruise could have pulled it off. For Utah, by the way. Not for, not for Bodie. For Utah. Yeah, the thing about Tom Cruise is he almost, I don't want to say that he would overshadow Swayze because Swayze was obviously had more star power at the time. Yeah. But I don't know if it would be as endearing. It wouldn't maybe necessarily be a cult classic because part of no. a cult classic is it's kind of bad, but it's great. Well, it's, it's Keanu's acting, I think, really makes this movie more fun yeah. in a way. If it was Tom Cruise, it might be yeah. too serious. And I, by the way, I don't mean to bash Keanu. I love Keanu, Because by the way. He's one I of feel favorites. like he, he was bad like his early days. He got a lot better as the years went on. Yeah. He's, as, far he's, as, as far as legit acting He's goes. one of the nicest people in Hollywood, donating yeah. his salary. Just he's He puts himself into the role, too. He said he did yeah. extensive well, training for this. I got to tell you, though, it was, it was a wise man once said, you're a nice guy. You're a nice <laughs> guy, but that don't cut it. No, he, but he's it does cut it. Case. Come on. He's in his case, it does cut it. I feel like you can't overshadow Swayze, so you kind of need Keanu. Yeah. You need him because he's he isn't as good of an actor as Swayze. No. And Bodhi's character and the legend of Bodhi is even bigger yeah. because of that. I don't think Tom Cruise could have been loose enough for this movie, so to speak. I feel like he wasn't carefree enough. I feel like he would have been too intense. Yeah. And I think that she maybe could have pulled it off. He, but maybe I think he was too old. Yeah. At that point in time. What if you had a movie now, instead of Edgar Ramirez, you remade this movie and then you had Tom Cruise as Bodie because he's unhinged now. Yeah, yes. He could do that. All right. Here's my question. What if we switch the roles? What if Keanu played Bodie and Swayze played the cop? Utah? Yeah, I don't, I don't think Would that, that would work at all. No, because okay. you need Keanu, you need a good, the good acting, right? You need the good acting for Bodie. I guess it might not have been, it might've been too funny. He has the he has a message to tell yeah. Bodie. Kind of. He has a way get, of life he has to yes. convince you to to uh to buy into. Yeah. And Keanu might not have been able Keanu to have was also to do that. Too young. He didn't have enough life experience no, at that it's point. True. It would need to be made it like ten Good years point. later and they can't make it ten years later. Good point. It's like, you know, it's like we're it's like we know what we're doing. <laughs> like, yeah. But to go back to Ken's email, have you seen the remake? Did did you? No, I gotta tell you, it looks like the the action scenes look amazing. I, I love I love like what is it? Body suit flying or what, yeah, what, what do you call suits. that? Wingsuit, wingsuit. I saw like a real sports uh, set piece on um, guys that are just nuts. They'll break their bones and go back and do it because it's you got to chase I the high. Never. It's about chasing the high. Yeah. And that would be like the next step for Bodie is like wingsuiting wasn't like invented in 91, but Bodie would be totally into that now. So like I get it. I just I feel like he could have called us something else. That's that's what I'm getting break. at, right? So to go with Ken, I don't want to say it's blasphemous, so I'm not going to disagree with him completely. Yeah. But what I what I'll maybe throw out there is, I could see them making a action movie. They could have called it anything else. Yeah. It's it's when they did like Ghostbusters, right? Just call it sure. something else. Yeah. Who I cares? saw I saw the trailer and I read up a little bit about the remake, and it just seems like all they're using is the names of right. the people. They use the right and, names. And the loose that's loosely based. So it's like why even make call it Point Break? But I'm not going to lie, bad way. I kind of want to watch it now. Well, it's the the stunts look really good. I it, gotta admit, it looks admit. like a good action movie. Yeah. I'm not saying that the story of Point Break, and yeah, maybe it is a little blasphemous. You don't need to remake this, like you said. Sure. Call it something else. Yeah, but I I will say that I I kind of want to watch it, and it's on HBO Go. I might I might have to fire it up someday. Yeah, you know, rainy day, snowy day. You know, get yourself get a little adrenaline rush. You know, yeah, as you're changing your child's diaper, <laughs> yeah, just fire it, it up. Maybe like that's like a rush, but it's not doing it for you anymore. Do some wingsuits. <laughs> yeah, so. I gotta change the diaper yeah. while on a wingsuit. Yeah, man. 
No. So I want to know what everybody else thinks. Do you guys think that it's blasphemous to remake this movie? What do you guys think of Point Break? Is this one of your favorite movies of all time? Where does it rank? Write in, let us know. Rapid fire, real quick. Keanu Reeves, favorite movie? John Wick. John Wick, that's yeah. it. Wow, it's, it's over. Yeah, it's over. I'll probably I might go Devil's Advocate. Yeah, I, that's a great movie. Yeah. But if you're asking me right now, John Wick's on the brain. Yeah, I gotta go. John Wick. It's hot. Yeah, he's awesome. He's great. I mean, not the greatest acting, but the ama- yeah. he did pretty much all the stunts. I love it. Yeah. So I don't know what's everybody else's Keanu movie too. Write in, let us know. The Last Row Podcast at gmail.com. That's I, our email address on Twitter at the Last Row Pod. Leave us a comment on the Facebook page, and you can always write on the blog post for this too. And if you haven't had the chance, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, please head out to iTunes, give us a five star review, and if you're enjoying the show, let us know what you think. Why do you like? What do you like about the show? Let us know. And I guess we'll see you guys next week. So why do they show us the after of the love scene? Like, why couldn't they give us the love scene? Yeah, they really missed an opportunity yeah. for a good love scene. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's an IMDb post on this yeah. about Lori Petty as an actress. She must have a no nudity clause. I mean, and I, to be honest, I, I don't mean to be a jerk, but it's kind of hard to find a body double for her because like she has a very she's like boyish looks. Yeah, she's very um, like I feel like Keanu, she, her body and Keanu's body are kind of the same, right? <laughs> they both have short hair. They're both short hair. They're both kind of like wiry. You know? <laughs> They did it. They already used the boobs, man. They used yeah. it in the shower. They needed a chicken stab. Yeah.